You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Previously, we've examined the events of Khaybar and we've examined some events that happened right after Khaybar. And one of the claims that have been made is that the Prophet skipped the morning prayer after Khaybar. We had a full discussion on that. Now, there is one important discussion that I would like to have with you today about something that has been narrated after Khaybar or at Khaybar. This, this is important to address because today many are attacking the school of Ahl al-Bayt for having hadiths about that. So it has been narrated in Asir al-Halabiyya, for instance, um, and also in Bihar al-Anwar, that one of the spoils of Khaybar, you know how after the battle there are spoils of war, the Prophet would take some and he would divide the rest amongst the Muslims. So one of the spoils of Khaybar was a donkey known as Ya'fur. That was the name of the donkey. This donkey was the Prophet's share. And the Prophet according to these narrations in Asir al-Halabiyya, which is a Sunni work of Sira, and also we have this in Bihar al-Anwar in some of our sources. According to these sources, the Prophet speaks to this donkey. So the hadith states, I'll narrate to you the hadith, we'll have a discussion on it. The Prophet said to the donkey, Ma ismuka? What's your name? The donkey said, Yazid ibn Shihab, that's my name. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has brought forth from my grandfather 60 donkeys. So the descendants of my grandfather are 60 donkeys. And all of them, only a prophet would ride them. And I was expecting you to ride me as well. I'm the only living descendant of my grandfather. And you're the only prophet who's left. A Jewish man owned me and he would abuse me. He would sometimes make me go hungry and he would hit me on my back. But now... I've been waiting for the moment to be in your service and for you to ride me. So when he said this to the Prophet the Prophet told him, فَأَنْتَ يَعْفُورُ So you must be Ya'fur. So one of the names of, of this donkey is Ya'fur. Now other narrations indicate that the Prophet when he wanted to send some, you know, to send after someone, he wanted to see someone, he would send this donkey to go to the house of that person. The donkey would knock at the door of that companion with its head, you know, just like knock at the door with its head. And when the owner of the house would come out, the donkey would basically point to him that the Prophet is calling you. This was something known in, in, in Medina, that if, if Ya'fur went to a house and would knock at the door of the house with its head, and the person would come out, 
Ya'fur would signal to the person that the Prophet is waiting for you. And then when the Prophet ﷺ departed this dunya, when he passed away, Ya'fur could not handle the pain of being separated from the Prophet. So he basically went to a well, he fell in the well and he died. Out of, you know, just complete despair for the death of the Prophet ﷺ. Now, what's our take on these hadiths? Sunni scholars have different perspectives on this particular hadith that, uh, you know, uh, As-Sira Al-Halabiyya narrates. There are some Sunni scholars who've stated that this hadith is weak, it's fabricated, and they've just not accepted it. And they have attacked Shias for having a similar hadith in the Book of Kafi. We have a similar hadith in the Book of Kafi, volume 1, page 236, about the donkey of the Prophet And today, my dear brothers and sisters, if you go online, you will see hundreds of attacks on the Shias because we have this hadith. And you know, the funniest thing is you'll see Sunnis attacking Shias. They're saying, look you Shias, you don't accept the report of some companions because you consider them weak or unreliable. But you accept the hadith of a donkey. What are they referring to? They're referring to this hadith in the book of Kafi. So basically, to summarize the hadith for you, in this hadith, Imam Ali salam states that the first animal that belonged to the Prophet that died after the Prophet was Ufayr. And we can conclude that Ufayr is Ya'fur. It's just another variation of the name. And basically, the Imam salam in this Hadith states that Ufayr became so upset, you know, so disturbed, so moved by the death of the Prophet that he went into a well owned by Bani Khatma in Quba, which is close to Medina. And basically he fell in the uh, well and he died in the well. And then, and then, the book of Kafi states, it has been narrated that Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib salam said, that donkey spoke to the Prophet And the donkey said to the Prophet, May the life of my parents be sacrificed for you. My father has narrated from his father. From his grandfather. From his father. You know, basically going up through his ancestors. That, you know, his ancestor, the great-grandfather of this donkey, Ufayr, was with Prophet Nuh in the ark, when Prophet Nuh saved all the animals. So Prophet Nuh basically took his hand and he, you know, patted him on the back or he wiped his back and he said to him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring forth from your descendants, a donkey that the greatest of prophets will ride on. And then Ufayr says to the Prophet, I am thankful to Allah for making me that donkey. So Sunnis attack us and say, look, you don't accept the hadith of some companions, but you accept the hadith of a donkey because this donkey is saying, you know, I heard from my father narrating from his grandfather, from his father, from his father, from that donkey that was with Prophet Nuh So, 
online there's this just chaos about this hadith and so many attacks against al-kafi against our hadiths you shias you have no brain you have no intellect come on what are you narrating the hadith of a donkey so let's let's just have a brief discussion about this some some quick observations here number one this hadith in the book of kafi about you know Ufayr narrating this, this uh, hadith from his grandfathers this has a weak chain because it's Mursal, has a broken chain. He doesn't tell us what the chain is. Kulaini says, what are we? It has been narrated that Imam Ali said the following. Now we Shias don't claim all of Kafi's hadiths are authentic. Hence, there is no reason for Sunnis to attack us because we could say this is a weak hadith. We're not claiming that Imam Ali actually said that. We cannot verify that. Now, on the other hand, Sunnis, many of them do believe everything in Bukhari is Sahih. It's correct. So if we Shias see a disturbing hadith in Bukhari, we can actually challenge Sunnis. We can challenge them because we tell them, you believe this book is Sahih. So if there's something that violates the Quran or something irrational in it, we will challenge you. But you cannot challenge me if there is a questionable hadith in the book of Kafi because I don't claim that everything in Kafi is correct. We don't make that claim. Most Shia scholars have not made that claim. So if there's a disturbing hadith in Kafi, that's fine. I'm not going to accept it. So what? What's the big deal? If there's a hadith in Kafi that violates the Quran, assuming it contradicts the Quran or assuming the hadith is just unacceptable, okay, we don't accept it. So why all this... Uh, you know, criticism and, you know, attacking us of, of having no intellect. That's not fair. I could come and tell you, this hadith is a weak hadith. It doesn't have a, a sahih chain. I don't say about kafi what you say about Bukhari. I don't call it sahih al-kafi. Kafi has a lot of sahih hadiths, but not every single hadith out of the 16,000 hadiths that are in kafi are sahih. So that's the first observation. The chain is a weak chain. So we're not obligated to believe in, in this hadith. Secondly, the second, the second observation, rationally, intellectually, it's not impossible for Allah to inspire an animal to know this, to speak to the Prophet And it does not contradict the Quran because the Quran talks about animals speaking to prophets. Doesn't Allah in Surah An-Naml tell us about the ant and the hudhud? Those people who attack us you know, are they not aware of Surah An-Naml verses 18 to 24? Doesn't Allah say this in the Quran? That when uh, the army of Sulaiman, they came into the valley of the ants, one ant said, Oh ants, go into your homes, seek refuge. So the army of Sulaiman does not destroy you. Prophet Sulaiman laughed. He smiled from what the ant said. And he thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving him such knowledge to know what the animals say. Okay, if someone today in the 21st century comes and say, look at you Muslims, come on, do you really believe this in the Quran? Yes, of course we believe in this. Some animals... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have give, has given them 
you know, a level of intelligence where they can communicate like that. And prophets of Allah have the capacity to hear the animals, to speak to the animals. So if we have a hadith that a conversation took place between one of the animals of the Prophet and the Prophet why is that blasphemy? Why are you mocking Al-Kafi for that? If you want to mock Al-Kafi for that, then are you going to mock the Qur'an? See, these are double standards here. And then right after that, And then the Qur'an tells us about the conversation between Prophet Sulaiman and the, the, the bird, the hudhud. Right? Why don't I see the hudhud? Where is he? Why is he missing? I will punish him if he doesn't give me a good excuse. And then the hudhud tells him, you know, I went to basically Yemen and I saw this uh, woman being worshipped and she has a huge throne. You're familiar with the story. Now imagine all of this being said by a bird. Yeah, what's the problem? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the power to inspire the bird to know that and to speak that to a prophet. And we know Prophet Muhammad is greater than Prophet Sulaiman. So if Prophet Sulaiman was able to speak the animals to the animals, is it impossible for Prophet Muhammad to have a conversation with the animals? <laughs> this is the, the next observation. Another observation here is that Sunnis attack us, you know, they tell us that you don't accept the report of a Fasiq, right? Someone who's not reliable. You have to investigate. Yet, you accept the report of a donkey, you know, how, how is that possible? Yes, what's the problem with that? If there's a human being who's not known to be reliable and he brings us some report, of course we um, have to investigate if this person is not no known to be reliable. But when it comes to animals that miraculously spoke to prophets, of course we accept that. So when the ant said that, or when the hudhud said that, of course we accept that. Because this is a miracle and Allah is telling us about the miracle. So we know the animal is saying the truth. Why would the animal lie? If the animal is lying, Allah would not capture that conversation. If the donkey was lying, Imam Ali would not narrate that hadith, right? Assuming the hadith is sahih, of course. Secondly, this hadith in the book of Kafi, it's not, it doesn't mean we're accepting a hadith from an animal. The hadith is actually narrated from the Imam. The Imam is telling us about the conversation. So we're accepting the hadith of the Imam because they tell us, you don't accept the hadith of Sahaba, some of them, but you accept the hadith of a donkey. No, no. Assuming the hadith is sahih, this hadith in Al-Kafi, it doesn't mean we accept the hadith of animals and donkeys. The hadith is from Imam Ali. It's attributed to Imam Ali. Imam Ali is telling us this conversation happened between the Prophet and uh, yeah, Ufayr. So if we accept this hadith, we're actually accepting the hadith of the Imam, not the hadith of an animal. And, and you know, this is a fallacy that the Sunnis have, have tried to make. So this is also another observation. Another observation here is that Sunnis have narrated a sahih hadith about the wolf speaking. Basically, this hadith is in Musnad Ahmad ibn Hanbal and Al-Hakim al-Naysaburi. He says this is a sahih hadith on the condition of Bukhari and Muslim. And basically the hadith is 
the following. It's from Abu Sa'id al-Khudari, one of the companions of the Prophet He says that there was a wolf that basically snatched a sheep in order to eat it. But then the, the shepherd stopped the wolf from eating it. So the wolf spoke. The wolf basically said to the shepherd, why are you stopping my sustenance? Finally, God delivered my sustenance to me. Why did you stop that? The shepherd was surprised. The shepherd said to the wolf, is this possible? You're, you're a wolf speaking? The wolf said to the shepherd, I'll tell you something even more shocking. A prophet has emerged and he's calling people to Islam. And basically the shepherd goes and he meets the Prophet in a long story. And then the Prophet tells the shepherd, go to the people and tell them about this miracle. Tell them that the wolf referred you to me. Yeah, this is in Sunni books of hadith and they've said it's a sahih hadith. Okay, so if you have such hadiths in your books, why are you attacking Al-Kafi and you know, attacking the Shias and, and, and accusing them of not having any intellect, of not having any intelligence? <coughs> Honestly, these are double standards. And we have many, many narrations that amongst the miracles of the Prophet was to speak to animals. So there's nothing unusual about that. Yes, there's one issue with this particular hadith. Um, this hadith states that he received Ya'fur at Khaybar. But we have other hadiths that state the Prophet received Ya'fur um, from Muqawqis, the, the king of Egypt. He's the one who gifted Ya'fur to the Prophet. So there's some discrepancy, you know. Did he receive uh, uh, Ya'fur uh, at Khaybar, as some of these hadiths indicate, or did he receive Ya'fur um, on another occasion when uh, the Muqawqis, the ruler of Egypt, he sent Maria to gift her to the Prophet and then the Prophet married Maria. She became one of his wives. And he also sent Ya'fur amongst the gifts to the Prophet. In any case, this hadith should not be a basis to attack the Shia. We're not claiming that it's a Sahih hadith. And secondly, assuming the hadith is Sahih, it does not con you know, contradict any rational or Quranic principles. So what's all this commotion for? I just wanted to share that with you because this is hotly contested. If you just typed Ya'fur Kafi on, uh, on the internet, you'll see you know, how thousands and thousands of Sunnis are attacking the Shia for this hadith.